Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Behind the Bounce podcast, episode eighteen, Vancouver, uh, which is which is good. Are we going to keep going with the with the one to a hundred, or are we going to go with season two, episode one? Ooh, great! I'm there for either. Yo, what do you what do you reckon, Dukes? Um, I feel like episode eighteen because episode nineteen will be the the Zim tribute show, which we're all there for. So I feel like we can't really cut her off her, yeah, her right well right. well deserved success. But yeah. um, I feel like, see, we haven't been picked up by anybody, so there's no real seasons in this. No, in this well, that's it. well, that's it, isn't it? But uh, we are back. We we left for a while. My name is mm. Jack, for those of you who, who don't know, and I'm joined by Cooper. Hello, Cooper. Hello, everyone. Um, it's good to be back after such a long break. It is, it is great to be back. Uh, we said that we'd be back for the draft and the trade period. We weren't. Uh, life... Actually, I'm not even going to say life got in the way. I feel like laziness got just got in the way, and uh, and we just completely shit the bed <laughs> and didn't bother turning up to work. Uh, it's a real common occurrence in my life, anyway. Uh, but we're back now. We're hoping to make this a, a weekly thing uh, in the preseason. We've obviously got the AFLW to cover now, um, and it's actually not that far away. Like you think, we're in the middle of January now, and I think that the NAB Cup, which is the preseason competition, I don't know what it's called now, but that starts in about six weeks time Seems and then when the, the jlt start. community series there dukes but is that yeah oh. it's, oh, uh, the, the jlt that's that's interesting i don't even know who they are no um, so yeah we've got that like, it'll, it'll come around quick and then it's um yeah it won't be too long until the saints have lifted the cup in september so i'm looking forward to that <laughs> the look that you've given me is um isn't isn't great there cooper i don't appreciate it no apologies dukesy but you just <laughs> Talking rubbish. <laughs> Talking <laughs> well, we're closer than the pies. Um, we're going to get into it. We've got a little bit of an agenda today. It's more of just a, um, a bit of a filler episode or a starting episode, I would say. Uh, we've got a giveaway. We're giving away a Chloe Malloy signed <laughs> AFL footy, uh, as you probably will have seen on our social medias if you have been following them. Coops has got it for our visual listeners, which there will be none because it's not on a visual platform. <laughs> At this time, but um, yeah, it's signed by AFLW superstar Chloe Malloy, and um, just to go through a couple of her achievements, uh, AFLW uh, rising star in 2018, uh, two-time All-Australian, uh, AFLPA best first-year player in 2018, Collingwood best and fairest in 2018, uh, and a three-time 22 under 22 player, uh, and she was the captain in two of those years, so she's just... Mind you, um, well, that's it. Mind you, she started in 2018 and she's got all those accolades in her 2018 best first year, yada, yada, yada. So that's uh, good. Yeah, and I I, I think uh, I saw that she's going to, oh, they think that she's going to win the um, AFLW goal kicking award this year. I'm not sure what that medal's called, but they thought that she was probably the favourite to win that. So, um, yeah, that's that's a nice little bit of memorable abia that you can can chuck on your wall um, to, to have early. In, in the year and, and yeah she's a ripping player um, we're um, hoping to get her onto the pod at some point yeah no, I was just about to say that Dixie you um you bet me to it there but yeah no hoping to get her on um in no no time at all yeah maybe maybe after the the season obviously she'd be pretty busy yeah, at the gosh. moment but um yeah the pies obviously um got off to an okay start on the weekend but we will we will get into that uh, back to the giveaway to enter. All you have to do is uh, follow us on Instagram, subscribe to our YouTube channel, which we are hoping to post on uh, soon enough. Uh, you can find that link in our Instagram bio and tag a friend 
on the post. Uh, we'll be taking entries on uh, both Facebook and Instagram and entries close on the 16th of the 1st at 11.59 Australian Eastern Daylight Time. So you've got a bit of time. We'll be drawing the winner next week on the yeah. pod, yeah. which is yeah. good. That is great from us. That's real good areas. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, but no, that'll be good. Um, a little bit of sad news to, I guess, continue on with the podcast. Um, Harley Ballick unfortunately passed away on Monday. Would I be right in saying, Coops, Monday? I think it was Monday, yeah. Um, yeah, uh, obviously we're not going to go into how he passed. It's just awfully sad, an absolute tragedy that um, a young man such as himself, uh, 25 mm-hmm. years of age, has passed away. Um, he played a handful of games for the Dockers before getting traded to the D's. I don't think he played a senior game there, but was absolutely well and good enough to um, to don that D's jer- uh, Guernsey. Um, but yeah, he's unfortunately passed away. Um, and yeah, if you do need any help at all, um, please contact uh, Lifeline on thirteen eleven fourteen. I'm sure that they'll be able to to get you the help that they need. But yeah, he's in our he's in our uh, been in well my thoughts this week. I'm not yeah. sure about you kids, yeah, but um, no, definitely. Yeah, hopefully it um, it sparks a little bit of a conversation within the AFL landscape as well. I saw that um, I think it was Jamison Daniels who used to play for the Dogs um, come out and opened up about his struggles, which was was really good. We've obviously seen um, Mitch Clark from the Cats and the D's. He went through the ringer, and and obviously we've had a lot more in the past few years, like um, people taking breaks from the game. Uh, obviously, um, I think Bailey Smith is probably the um, the last one to um, take yeah. an indefinite leave from the game. He's obviously back now. Um, but yeah, I uh, just thought we'd, we'd mention that because it was it has been news in the AFL um, landscape this week. Cooper. Yes, we're going to keep going. <laughs> yes, Cooper. Uh, Novak Djokovic. Did you want to? Did you want to jump into that little um, topic of conversation? <laughs> yeah, go on. On me. What's your opinion on the whole schmozzle? Well, look, I I don't really... Obviously, everyone knows it, but don't have any care in the world for tennis. But I I don't know. I'm at the stage that, like, you know, why is he so good? Yeah, whatever. Like, why is he allowed in with no vaccination sort of thing? Yeah. Um, obviously, come up yesterday that he accidentally circled the wrong thing on his, um, like, exemption that he'd circled or misprint information which is um they class as a as a common accident but i mean obviously he's it's not going to get looked at that way due to him getting obviously held up at the airport but yeah i don't know i believe that he probably like he's he's not only protecting himself but probably get blamed for this but protecting himself but protecting others like obviously the vaccine does work it's been proven that it works but i don't know i feel like he should have not been allowed in. I think that, that you make a very good, good call, and I think what could have made this thing a lot easier, obviously the, the first common answer that is you could have got the vaccine, that would have made this thing a mm. lot easier. But uh, I feel like you either let him in the whole way through, acknowledge he's unvaccinated, give him an exemption, you know, play the, the card that, okay, we'll play the bad guy, you can come in, you can play tennis, um, blah, 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 cop like, the backlash. If, that if he's got a, like, a genuine exemption, I'm, I'm there. Yeah. Well, obviously, the media don't say that. They'll just say he's getting let in, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, it is hard because you don't know what happens behind those doors, Todd. Yeah, um, I, I agree with you. And I think, well, yeah, as I was um, saying before, either let him in the whole way, cop the shit, or 
um, deny him the whole way and cop the shit. Like, you can't just bring him, fly him all the way halfway across the world to our country mm. and then not let him in. Like, yeah. especially, like, I mean, obviously it's a kerfuffle, but the Victorian government have proven themselves to be um, somewhat of a joke to the rest of the world. Obviously, we're the longest... Um, lockdown city in the world we've got all these restrictions plus all of these cases um and then we've decided to let the number one tennis player in the world and we've, we've screwed him over it's um it probably makes us look like idiots but i'm with you coops i don't really care about tennis that much um to get into it but it does raise an interesting point because they were willing to let him in unvaccinated and mm. um he was well probably still is a fair chance to win the australian open um, and then he would have been lauded as a hero because he would have broken all these records. It's interesting just to compare that to Liam Jones, who was basically forced to retire because yeah. he didn't have the vaccine, and he copped a lot of shit on social media, like a lot, a lot of shit. Um, yeah. There's been some AFLW players that have copped the same um, sort of fate. Um, I just think it's very interesting to see how we've changed our opinion Um just when there's a lot more money involved than the hundred thousand that that Liam Jones was um, was on a year, so I think that's very interesting. But I also think that clubs have changed their stance on it as well, um, because Liam Jones was obviously the first, and he's always going to be ripped the hardest. But I know that the Saints come out when Georgia Patrikiov said that she was unvaccinated, and they were basically they come out and they took no prisoners, and they were like, she's unvaccinated, she's educating herself piss off and leave her alone and I think that was a good stance to take because um, yeah now she's obviously moving on um, I don't think her status has changed but um, is what it is uh, I just yeah. think it's interesting to to, um, to see that Liam Jones was forced to give up his livelihood to give up his job um, due to a personal choice I didn't uh, actually look at it that way that's, that's good from you thank you whereas Novak Djokovic has come in been lauded uh, as a bit of a hero and um yeah it's just completely different so it is interesting especially when there's there's money at stake it's um money talks in this world cuba there's a little bit of inspiration for you mm. money money talks <laughs> mm, done that. i think it uh leads on to a good next segment for us cuba COVID in sport i know i've skipped one on the agenda but i yes. just feel like while we're talking about COVID. Um, yeah. We'll talk about COVID in sport, and this is not just in the AFL. Um, obviously, the AFL hasn't really had any recent challenges with COVID because the season finished in September. Um, but yeah, as you're alluding to there, Cooper, the Beeble, the, uh, the, the well, Cricket Australia. Um, yes, the, correct. The Big Bash League. Um, I guess I'll talk a little bit about the A-League yes. as well, just because I'm quite close to that whole situation. Uh, what do you make of it, Cooper? Are we at that point now where we just have to keep doing what we're doing and postponing games and uh, then playing them at a later date, sort of getting your fill-ins to play? Or um, do you think we're due to take longer breaks? What are your thoughts on I don't think sport at the moment? I don't think there should be any break. I think that you're going to have to get on with it. But, I, like, maybe... I, I don't like the fact of a hub either, even though it'll, you know, make it a lot easier like it takes people away from families and that sort of thing but i do do like the idea of um how they've had to do a few times is call out call up a couple of rookies it gives them a chance um to sort of make their mark and then they you know may get games in the future so covid's good for them but also not good as well but i do like because like now with the current um 
you know, isolation thing. You isolate for a week and you're back in the next couple of games and there's a game nearly every night. Like, yeah, you know, it's it, it's good. Um, I like, uh, and like the AFL, I'm sure will do something similar. But whether they do like, you know, if someone gets COVID at a team, like, does that wipe the whole team out sort of thing? But according to the, you know, the new con- close contacts, yada, 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 you don't actually have to isolate that like the whole team. So I don't yeah. know, I feel like, the BBL is good because you can sort of pick up nearly anyone. Yeah. Like, yeah, I think so as well. I think know. contracts are going to make this whole thing either very easy or very difficult. The Big Bash are on quite an easy contract basis where they can pick up people at any time. Like, obviously, internationals, they sign on for an extended period. But, like, I mean, the Melbourne Stars, I think, they had a, probably the biggest one. I think they had 13 mm. players out at one time. They were yeah. pulling people in from Carlton and Sandringham and everybody that was just in and around the sort of Stars community, just chucking them in. Like, you know, do you want to play a game? We'll, you know, we'll sign you for, for you know, a, a week. And um, they got a couple of games in. So I think that's think probably the way to go. I think yeah. it's good. I feel like the AFL, it's going to be extremely difficult just yeah, because exactly. of the, the close proximity that they work in. Um, obviously... They don't have uh, any people they can pick from. Um, no, also, well. also true. Also true because especially with a lot of um, AFL clubs being affiliated with a VFL club, for example, yeah. um, I think there's only uh, 60 people probably within those two sort of teams. cases a day is not going to, you know, help. <laughs> and it seems like a lot of people, 60 people, but there's 24 players on each team. So there's 48. Plus, you've got to expect that, you know, a couple will be injured. You know, we'll say probably, you know, maybe three from each team are injured. So that takes us up to 54. And um, then, you know, there is just going to be people that aren't going to get a game. So that probably takes us up to 60. If you're pulling more than five players up from the VFL to the AFL, then the VFL is in a lot of trouble of getting a, a game, you know, yeah. that week. So I yeah. think that that's going to... Re- and, the less, like, more it impacts the others, uh, the other leagues. Yeah. And it's um, obviously the AFL contract system is, is, you know, bad as well. The only time it's going to be okay is if they open up the mid-season trade period and say you can bring in as many people as you want um, yeah. just to keep them on the on the books. Because uh, that's, yeah, there's not a system. Like, it's even in the soccer as well, um, they're allowed to sign people at any time, um, which which is interesting and and I guess with the the A League and the W League or oh, A League women's and A League men's on that as well they have a, a different sort of uh, schedule uh, no protocol I'll say mm-hmm. um, it's that if there's five cases or more in the team you're allowed to ask for a postponement okay. and um, that's sort of the way that they're they're running it that's so there has been right. a couple of games yeah it's yeah. it's not bad like and Great, just hang yeah. out for it. It's it's good from them, like, and they're obviously they're okay with their with their teams. They they've got a lot of people on the books, and they can call people up from from everywhere. Like um, Victory, for example, <laughs> they need to call you up, Coops. Um, I'm I'm quite close to um, the Melbourne Victory women's team, and um, they haven't had any cases yet. Um, they've had a game postponed last week. Um, I think they're still waiting to see if this weekend's game against the Wanderers will go ahead. Uh, the men's was postponed, but like they've got their squad of sixteen or so, and then they've got about ten train-ons that they can they can call up and, and move at any time. So um, that's good from them. But I'd like to know what the testing is in the AFL because at at a time at 
uh, a couple of weeks ago, probably around Christmas, Victory were getting PCR twice a week and they were having a rapid test every day. So it's like they were they were very 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 cautious as to um to what they were doing. But I think it's it's yeah it's time that we move on. I don't really want yeah. to see any breaks in in sport anymore. It shits me up the wall. Yeah, don't know. I think we'll see. You know, maybe in a few weeks' time, getting closer, they might introduce some sort of rule around that contracts um, that you can pick up someone from a nab. Like I don't know. It'd be cool to see, but I don't know. I'm sure the AFL will um, handle it as they do. Yeah, well, I think that they've also got to think that um, it just makes things shit from, you know, going into the back end of the season because it's not going to affect us in March. Mm. Um, it's going to affect us in July when it's freezing cold. Yeah, well, that's it. Shit travels slower. Yeah. So that's going to be really interesting because, um, yeah, you'll have passed the midway point of the season. You'll be heading into the pointy end of the season in terms of finals. Uh, people will, yeah, people will have picked up injuries. Um, you know, more chance the more often you play, the more the more chance of injury you've got. And um, I think that yeah, it'll be it'll be very interesting because trying to chuck in a game on three days break is never going to work. Um, yeah, obviously yep. there wasn't too many that copped it in twenty twenty, but um, that footy frenzy where they played like eighteen games in five days was that was cool. elite. It was good to watch. It was good to watch, but it was cooked, like, injury-wise, yeah. Well, it wasn't the greatest. And just even performance of teams as well. Like, St Kilda played Geelong on a three-day break, and I reckon we kicked three goals for the whole match, and it was just like, yeah, it wasn't even worth watching. Like, their players was just, they were were cooked, and I think there was something like eight changes made. It's, um, yeah, it's just not worth it, I don't think. But um, we'll see. I'm sure that they'll make it up as they go and if they have to go into a hub situation I'm, I'm sure they will because it has proven to have worked in the past couple of times unless you're Sydney stack outside of a kebab shop because um, he screwed the pooch uh, pretty badly on that one <laughs> <laughs> you want to move into the uh, into the AFL dub yeah go on women. I think Round we should one. yeah should we do some results bit of tipping do you reckon uh, mine might oh, play your mob Victoria Park so hmm yeah, they did. Coops, run us through the results of uh, of round one. What happened? Yeah, so um, we've got St Kilda and Richmond here. So um, Richmond got up uh, St Kilda. Um, ten goals one to three goals five. So Richmond, a uh, bit of a thumping there. Um, yeah, our, our girl Tarns kicked the first goal of the year. It yeah, was yeah. Very, very nice from her. Great from her. Um, moving into Saturday, that was a Friday night game. Yeah, first opening rounder. Um, so yeah, it's in moving... Frankstown, very odd stadium to play the first game of the year, Frankston. But uh, yeah. I was there for it. I was not there for it in the physical sense, but on in a literal sense, I was there. Um, moving into Saturday, we had uh, to kick off Saturday. We had North and Geelong, which was a close one. North got up against Geelong, four goals, two to two goals, six. So they got up by eight points. Um, the Demons got up against the Dogs by twenty-four. Um, then we had the old uh, Perth, the Perth uh, Derby, Derby. Derby, those... Derby. I don't know how you say it. They say it weird over there. I think they yeah. call it Derby. Don't they? Um, Frio uh, claimed that title uh, by 28. Uh, moving into the Sunday games, we had the Crows and the Lions. Um, yep. The Crows got up by 30 points. The Lions had to kick one goal. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, 
Carlton v Collingwood um, in the second game on a Sunday. That was 25-44. to 44. Magpies got up by 19. So, obviously, Carlton's goal-kicking and even the Magpies' goal-kicking, um, well, let Carlton down, but could have easily let the Pies down too. Yeah. Um, if Carlton had a kick straight. So, and then the last game of the first round was Gold Coast and GWS, and the Giants got up by 15 there. Um, looks like it was uh, Great Barrier Reef Arena. That would have oh. been there. So no, I'm, I'm I, um, <laughs> it was it was a good week of footy coops. I think that the, for, in terms of a mar- marketing and promotional side, it was terrible because I didn't even know half those games were on. I'm sure if I looked, I would have found out. But I um, only knew because you blokes were like, "Oh, Tarns kicked the first goal." Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I had no idea that the AFLW was starting. I knew it was close, but not that close. It's um, yeah, they need to they need to make that a little bit. What better is it? The fifth year now, Dilks. Sixth year. Sixth. Sixth I'm, season, and yeah. people still aren't sure when it starts. That's terrible. Um, but no, I, just a couple of, of key takeaways. Richmond, um, obviously getting up over the Saints is huge for them because they've been rather poor. I think it's only their second or third year, but I think it's their second year. Um, and obviously they had their first year sort of blues last year. No, I was really stoked. I mean, obviously I wasn't stoked to see... Um, the Saints lose, but to see the Tigers get up in the way they did was was really cool. Um, just because they struggled real bad last year, and I think they did the year before. So, um, so to see them get up was was really awesome. Um, obviously, the Saints are down on soldiers at the moment. Obviously, Patricios is out with the COVID, um, oh, with the vaccine sort of um, situation. Um, I think they've got, I think they had about four or five out due to the AFL health and safety protocols as well. Um, that's a new thing that they've brought in. That's actually ruled Nick Del Santo out this this uh, this week. Those health and Who's safety coaching? protocols, actually. Um, no, so Nick Del Santo will be doing it on like a Zoom, like a web sort of that's situation. And wild, I think they've got but I'm, I'm there. a couple of assistant coaches. But that's their cool. protocols are really, really um, weird as well. That was one that we probably missed, and it's probably one of the most um, strenuous ones is that they're not really allowed to go anywhere. Um, they've been told to basically avoid any any place where there's over 100 people, um, yeah. not to have anybody to the home and not to go to anybody's home. So that's, um, yeah, if you're caught up in something like that, um, they'll sort of not suspend you for a week, but they'll just ensure that you're fine to be right the next week. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that um, I loved seeing the D's get up again in the sort of I think it was the the Hamden Hamps Hampson Hamden Cup or something. Um, I've got that completely wrong, but that's sort of the original game. Um, that's sort of what started it all. So it's awesome to see those two play, and it's really good to see the D's get up as well. I love it when you can see that good club culture sort of come through. Obviously, the the men's team did wonders in twenty twenty one and. Uh, won the the premiership and it's really nice to see the d's get off to a really good start as well it just sort of builds that club culture mm. um and yeah obviously the the pies getting up as well our girl chloe malloy um played quite well and uh and they got the win moving into this week's uh games of footy ball i think probably the match of the round is uh tomorrow night the tigers and the d's um i think that'll be a very good game obviously both coming off pretty good wins last week um, on the Saturday games, we've got the Pies and the Saints. Um, so I'm sure that we'll not have a wager because I'm not rich and I don't really want to lose any more money. And, um, well, there you go. I think the Pies probably should get up in that one. Um, Saints are a little bit low. Um, and they're still quite a young team as well. 
Got the uh, Lions and the Blues at 5.10 on um, Saturday afternoon. I think that'll be a good game as well. You can't obviously write the Blues out. They're such an old team in terms of AFLW senses that they've got that development. Um, and the Lions coming off a good win, probably be all oh, good English, Jack. Probably Premiership favourites, Coos, wouldn't you say, the Lions? Mm, yeah. Oh, they, 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 oh, they, they lost, didn't they? They, they lost to Adelaide, but in the it was a grand final rematch and they got belted. So I don't know. Yeah, I thought that they like. Yeah, I completely forgot about that result. Um, they would have been premiership favourites probably coming into the into the year. Obviously, um, wanting to get back having won, Yeah, won the you, flag, but um, that's interesting. Uh, Cats and the Bulldogs on Saturday night before the West Coast and Gold Coast uh, game on Sunday, as well as Adelaide and North. So. Um, check your local guides for them. I think most of them are on seven or seven plus, which is awesome that they've picked them up, um, which is good for a little bit of exposure. But it's just awesome to see um, the AFLW thriving. I think that there's a lot to go in that one. Um, my main issue with it is the injury to suspension to games played ratio. I think that it's off at the moment. Um, obviously, you cop an injury in the... AFL men's and it's not going to be half as damaging as it is in the women's like you cop a three-week injury in the men's and it's like oh you'll be out for it that's a that's a that's a quick recovery whereas mm. if you're out for three weeks in the women's it's half your season so mm. um I'm sure that'll change next year because I think there's three or four more teams that'll come into the competition um and it's the same with um suspensions as well I think for mine the Katie Brennan saga um, where she uh, got suspended in the grand final a couple of years ago. Um, I think she got three matches or something. And yeah. they were like, well, that's like, it probably in terms of how it goes on the tribunal grading, it's a three-match suspension. But that's also a third of the season. If you were to do that in the, mm. you know, if, if you were to equivalate that to what happens in the men's, got if you were to seven week a seven-week suspension... I think Andrew Gaff got eight for starching Andrew Brayshaw. So that's interesting. <laughs> yeah. That's very interesting. Yeah. Uh, but I yeah, think that all point. that'll change when there's a little bit more money going around and, and that. Because obviously, I mean, half of the suspensions that go around probably would be uh, fines if there was money to be made in the sport. But there's not yet because it's still in its early stages. Mm. Cooper. <laughs> Mm. The pies this year, the yeah. men's team. Oh, give me a rundown. Oh boy, how are they going to go? Oh boy. Um, look, I hope we're in the eight. Yep. Um, I hope we're in the four. I hope we're in the one. But I don't know if that'll be a thing. I do. Um, I do. I don't know. I think they'll want to bounce back. Pretty excited, actually. Obviously, I've said it a couple of times on the podcast with the new new coaches and new players. Um, I honestly don't I'd like to see Dacos make a big change but I don't think he's the be all and end all that everyone think he is <laughs> I don't Do you think, think that's name name value associated coops you think that um, that Nicky Dacos being son and brother of two rather good players is... oh yeah, yeah. I, th- I think it's a bit of name value as well it's, he's, he's, they're holding him to a lot of you know they're sort of like well your last name's Dacos so you're going to win the Brownlow of course um, so I don't know. I've, he may be like everyone's talked him up, so he's got a lot to sort of actually do. Um, but I don't know. I feel like we should make the eight, maybe. 
I'm not. I'm not really sure. But <laughs> if it's the kind of way, that... we'll be back in the bottom fucking ten. <laughs> I think you're a little bit. There's a little bit of ambition there, Coos, because you did finish oh. what 16th last year. Yeah. Bottom four. Bottom, bottom four was it? It was bottom four, wasn't it? It yeah, was. Yeah, nah, correct. But also, Jack, I uh, believe that anything's possible and um, don't believe in never, as the AFL say. <laughs> I, think, uh, no, I think you're right. I think that last year was a bit of an anomaly. I feel like this year, I personally don't think you're going to make the eight, but I think that you are going you, you to bounce back. Like, you had a full clean out. You got rid of everybody. You started from ground zero. You've still got a very, very good skeleton. Like, you've got Darcy Moore. You've got a decent midfield. Mm. You've got some decent forwards. Probably missing that one big key forward. Um, Kruger. I I will say I went to the open training and Kruger was training his guts out. He was the first one under the field training. So, I do do rate that from him. Great from him. Yeah. And, like, you've recruited well. Like, you you actually are right. Like, Kruger, nobody's heard of him. Quite a handy ruckman. Can go forward and kick a couple of goals. Uh, obviously, he has that that will and desire. If he's you know first one out there, last one to leave type mentality, um, and he's AFL made. Like he's been in the system for a while, um, and I feel like those players there, although you might actually only get two or three or four years max out of them, I feel like they're going to be a lot more valuable than a, an eighteen year old who's not going to get a game for four years. Um, yeah. So I think that, that he'll be all right. But I'm looking forward to it because you've got you got a lot to prove this year. Yeah, well, Dilsey, um, I just want to say one thing just so you can get a dog up, yeah. Um, in 2017, we finished 13th. And in 2018, we then finished third. So get a dog up, yeah. Anything's possible. Um, just looking through yeah. that St Kilda finished anywhere from 16 to 18 for those three years that I was just looking at. So, and uh, you made, well, you made the grand final in 2018. Stick that in your pipe yeah. and smoke it. <laughs> Yeah, now we won't talk about what happened in the grand final, but yeah, uh, moving but on. No, Where you, you, your, your point stands. Your point stands. Well, that's uh, it, isn't I'll, it? Um, I mean, if you're going to go off that, Coops, you finished 16th this well, year. So yeah, correct. Sixth, uh, last year, so you should finish 6th, and you'll bow out the semi. Um, so that's good. <laughs> well, yeah, well, look, theoretically, um, anything's, you know, it, it, it should happen, but, yeah, we, know, <laughs> we, know the, we all know the pies. Now, let's talk, yeah. let's move to... Um, the obvious answer. Uh, how do you think your team is going to go there, Jack? Are we are we talking coin? No, I think we'll be no, okay. No, we're not, son. Uh, <laughs> you got no polos for me, son. Um, I think we'll be okay, Coops. Um, we've obviously got um, a lot to sort of prove. I think um, yep. a lot of people thought we'd make top four last year. Got belted by a hundred points. Um, once and got beaten by over 70 points, I think, three times. So mm. um, percentages have been just off those four games alone. I think you'll um, be out. We were, we were injury, injury-ridden, like Rowan Marshall and Paddy Ryder were never yeah. fit. Um, plus then Max King was out for a little bit. Um, our midfield were sort of chopping and changing in terms of who was available. Um, so if we can get or more, if we can stay fit, um, we should be all right because I we... Think, um... Sorry to cut you off there, but I think that's the same as like us as well. Like Darcy Moore, we lost for half the season. Jamie Elliott, we lost for half the season. Come back and kick six goals, and was yeah. fairly reliable from then on in. But I think and like we lost Grundy, we lost the big American who was you know he's he's not here nor there. But I, I get around him. He cops a bit of stat, uh, cops a bit of 
cops, cops a bit of shit for that, so I, I get around him. He's, he's a good bloke. He seems he seems like a good bloke, big coxie. But I think that I think you're right. Like I mean, I feel like your slide was almost inevitable. I, I don't think you would have made finals last year, but yeah, yeah, it definitely. Henry breaking his leg, that was just yeah icing on the cake. Yeah, it wasn't it? Real, um, like it wasn't a 16. Like you were in a lot of games last year. You beat the reigning premiers. Like I mm. mean, it, it was probably a, a you know maybe a t- ten to twelve type. Um, type performance yeah, but it wasn't definitely. um it wasn't a 16th performance but no i think we'll be okay um i hope that i hope that we're okay i, I sort of want to make finals we're obviously not going to challenge for the flag i don't think um next year at least but anything's possible as you said like the d's sort of come from nowhere Correct. and uh they're, they're on a similar trajectory to us but mm. um yeah i think that i think i actually can't really pick a winner for this year Coop, so oh, i don't I really think it's very hard back yeah i think it's very hard and I don't, I don't see the doggies winning from last year either. You don't reckon they're not a thing? <laughs> no, no. And I don't. Well, they're, they're currently 18th, either. so they're not a thing. <laughs> That's good from you. That's on the alphabetical order, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, correct. If we're going um, for the Sainers, are they 15th? So. Yeah. Uh, that's the that's the irony of starting with an S. Um, yeah, but no, no, I'm really struggling to see who will win the flag this year. Like I don't see the D's I, winning it. I hope it's someone different, like like, probably D, like the D's. Someone someone different that no one would yeah. expect. Yeah, that's sort of that's that's what intrigues me about about us in particular is like we're almost there, and obviously, like we won a final two years ago. Mm. Like why why can't it be us? But um, well, I I hope it's not. Port Adelaide. I hope it's not Geelong. I hope it's not Richmond. I hope it's not West Coast. I hope it's not. They're the only team. Essendon or Carlton, and I'm there. Anyone? Do that where they can piss off too. <laughs> Fourth on the uh, team. They've, they've had their time. There goes our sponsorship from the GWS Giants, as well as any players <laughs> AFLW or AFLM coming onto the podcast because uh, Cooper doesn't like them. No, uh, they're nah, okay. They, uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. I don't think... I think it'll be... It'll All be two up themselves to come on anyway. <laughs> yeah, good. <laughs> any more Any more other AFL teams you want to piss off before we, we wrap this up, Coops? Are you right? <laughs> no, I'm done. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I think that we, we will leave it there. It's been a good episode to come back on. I think it's uh, it's gone all right. Yeah, no, it's good. Um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, hopefully everybody's enjoyed. Um, we're looking to do some pretty cool things in terms of content this year, um, just yeah. in terms of, of bringing out some oh, good podcasts first and foremost. But then again, some some good um, content as well. Uh, good luck YouTube. tonight, Dukesy. Yes. Um... Oh yeah, correct. Yeah, the Renegades and the Stars are playing. All right, Cooper. Well, I'll leave you to it. Thank you everybody for watching, and catch you next week.